Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now Everything I learned from movies Helps to make life a little bit groovy With a one last plot holes and gratuitous boobies It's time to get busy With your friend Steve and Izzy Who are you? Who sent you? Your old man did My dad what did he say? Uh, well, I didn't get to meet him personally. He kind of delegated your rescue. He had a big conference on the corn surplus. You kidding me? No, no, apparently we should all be eating more corn. About my father. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I made that other bit up. Did he have a message for me? Yes, you are adopted. Are you the only type of jerk they found for this kind of mission? The only one stupid enough to say yes. Yeah. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I, I Learned from, from movies. movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. We, uh, <laughs> we're talking about the 2012 space action smart-ass odyssey. Wait, wait, wait. What was it, it called? Lockout? Lockout. Wait, no, no, no. Wait, wait, This was the movie about a guy who is betrayed by his government and gets sent to an unbreakable out of jail to save the president's daughter? That's the one. So it's Escape from L.A.? No, 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 no. Uh, the other one. Oh! Escape from New York. No! Wait, why would you say that? that that's the completely different plot than this movie. Uh, was it the Stallone Schwarzenegger one? <laughs> no, that was Escape Plan. That's close, though. Uh, <laughs> no, this is 2012's Lockout, or as we've been lovingly calling it the past couple of years, Space, Space Jail! Jail. Uh, <laughs> ever since there were commercials on TV, it's like, oh my god, it's Space Jail! Space Jail! Space Jail! Space Jail! <laughs> Wait, fun fact, this movie takes place in space. <laughs> <laughs> Did I mention that? All right. This is uh, Luke Besson's uh, 100% original concept. <laughs> yes, based on a 100% original idea by Luke Besson, as mentioned in the opening credits. 100%. Absolutely not influenced by anything else. Uh, but first. Oh. Are you a wee bit thirsty, my dear? Oh, definitely. It has been far too long since I've had a beverage, and we've already mentioned Space Jail far too many times for me to be sober. Indeed. Well, first up, uh, because of the movie Lockout... We have Camp Out Porter from the uh, Sierra Nevada Beer Camp. Get batch. it? Walk out, camp out. They're both out. Uh, uh, that's a brew in collaboration with the Garage Project. And it's a Jingle Camp Out Jeez. Porter brewed with vanilla and honey. So mm. here you go. Woo! My top! And the pour. Glug, glug, glug. I'm not going to lie. I already know that I love this beer. Indeed. Uh, yeah, we, again, tried this uh, last month at the Sierra Nevada Beer Camp, 
Bear cramp across the mm, world. That is a nice dark port. That is a very dark port. It's got a little bit of ruby highlights. It is very clear, even though it is dark. Uh, it's got a nice off-white khaki-colored head. Um, yeah, it's pretty much delightful. Yeah, so she's taking a sip. Mm, definitely getting some uh, some toasty notes on this. Mm. Get a little marshmallowy on it from like vanilla. A little smoky. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, a little malty. That's a good, well-rounded beer right there. Tastes it, like a s'more. Tastes like s'mores. I think that's exactly mm. what they were going for. This is uh, everything Steve wants in a s'more without the marshmallows. Exactly. <laughs> and the marshmallows give it the mouthfeel. <laughs> Tremendous mouthfeel. <laughs> so lockout. Somebody out there hates us. Lockout. Oh my god, lockout. Um, this is a very unmemorable movie. How dare you? This movie is amazing. <coughs> anyway, it's uh, it's pretty good. I mean, I mean, it's, it's not a bad movie. It's just that, like, I'm, I'm thinking about it, and there's only one scene that jumps out that I'm not going to talk about right at this moment, but it's because I call bullshit. <laughs> well, there's a lot of those, but uh, first, it comes from directors James <laughs> Mather and Stephen St. Leger, uh, who are cinematographers who basically did this and a couple episodes of that uh, TV series we haven't watched yet, Vikings. Ooh. So, yeah, that's interesting. I've heard good things about it. Uh, but it stars uh, Guy Pierce as Snake... I'm sorry, as Snow. Uh, <laughs> Maggie Grace as the first daughter, Emily Warnock. Um, and then there's uh, Peter Stormare as... Uh, was he, like, the head of the Secret Service or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Maggie Grace, you may know as the uh, the daughter from Taken as well. So uh, she's just really good at getting kidnapped. Yeah, she really is. <laughs> she's a damsel in distress. Uh, only other actor I really recognized was uh, Lenny James, who was the uh, the black guy who played uh, his buddy Harry. Ah, uh, yes. Um, yeah, he's he's been in other things. Uh, Lenny James, Google him, you'll recognize him. He's the guy with the face. Uh, so yeah, the plot. Uh, Have you seen Escape from New York? Yes. Okay. Yes, I have. That's, that's pretty much it. But in space. But in space. We don't really need to go too deep into this. It's... Yeah. yeah, it takes place in uh, 2079. So in the next uh, 60 years or so, we have uh, low-orbiting prisons, uh, maximum security prisons on space stations where we basically cryogenically freeze the worst of the criminals a la Demolition Man and just have them floating around in orbit. So... Right? All right, my number one nitpicky with this is, uh, hey, so your punishment for being the worst murderers, thieves, horrible people in the world is you get to take a 30-year nap? Yeah. I wonder if they even teach them, like, how to knit and conflict resolution and stuff like they do in Demolition no. Man, too. No. Oh, no. <laughs> no, no, they just freeze them, and then they wake up and go, hey, your, your prison term is over. I hope you learned your lesson. I bet the people out at Guantanamo would prefer to be uh, put into some sort of <laughs> chemical-induced coma. Yeah, they're, I think they're quite the opposite out there. It's pretty uh, yeah. pretty hot and stinky, from what I understand. Yeah, and they hit them with fire hoses so they don't have to sleep. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's basically the thing. Uh, the first daughter goes up there on a humanitarian exposition... Uh, basically to interview some of the criminals because they apparently... They get space the dementia! Yeah. They get the, space dementia. Space dementia does space pop dementia. up. Space uh, dementia. Space 
dementia. This yep. is the core esque type of philosophies going on. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so that's why she's there. Uh, while she's there, um, yeah, there's prison riot. Basically, all <laughs> mm-hmm. the all the one of the guys they woke let up out. Yeah, is a lunatic. Oh, uh, that stupid ass Secret m- Service guy. I, I I just couldn't get over that. <laughs> well, all right. So they specifically say you're not allowed to bring weapons onto the um. What do you got? The prisoner side of the prison. Yeah. And he says, like, fuck you, I'm taking my weapon. He's like, okay. And immediately loses it and causes the entire prison riot. Also, if you're not allowed to have weapons on the prisoner side of it, how come the all of the uh, prisoners immediately had, like, AK-47s? Oh, because they, uh, like, when they were all released, the guy opened up the armory and they had a shit ton there. Well, and all the cops, like, had the guns, too, and so then when they were fighting, they got those. So, like, yeah. my thing is, like, if you didn't want weapons at all near prisoners on a space station, I would just not even allow weapons up there. What I would do is, hey, the prisoners are getting out. Let's lower the oxygen. Oh, look, they all fell asleep. <laughs> we go <sleepy> time. <laughs> But then that movie, that movie would not be as exciting. Not nearly. <laughs> um, <laughs> hey, yeah. Steve, I just came up with a video game. <laughs> so, yeah, exactly. So, so the uh, the President of the United States um, and the head of the Secret Service, played by uh, Peter Stormare, uh, basically they have this guy, Snow, that they just arrested, uh, but he's been, like, he's specially one trained. Best. One of the best, you know. Uh, he was set up for a crime he didn't commit. Yeah. Uh, the Russian guy from Armageddon um, <laughs> supposedly watched him murder somebody, but you'll find out later it was an optical illusion. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, there's, so, actually, so, yeah, there's that whole opening scene where he's meeting up, uh, try, he's at the, getting this briefcase and taking it to his buddy, and there's that horrible graphic uh, motorcycle scene where he's uh, going like 300 miles an hour, but it looks uh, like ultraviolet. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> I, every time I watch these movies, I just keep thinking like this movie. Jurassic Park has been out for 20 years. <laughs> it's true. And this is what you're giving us? Well, you know, you, you got budgets. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the the whole chasing's just a lot of fast moving kind of but yet also jerky at the same time kind what of was motion that animated and... cgi show that we were talking about earlier that we said this oh reminded us reboot of. this it was reboot-esque yeah yeah it's pretty bad google reboot just look at the gra- the the pictures and go and you'll you'll get the feel for it yeah so anyway so the prisons take over mm-hmm. um and they send snow in to basically save the first daughter mm-hmm. um and tell it, them basically it's a suicide mission a mission we don't plan on retrieving you well, they, they straight up said, like, d- like you're there to save her, and if you don't succeed, we're just going to shut the whole thing down. Well, yeah. Yeah, okay. But, yeah. But, but he, they obviously tell him, like, oh, yeah, there's an escape pod. You can escape with her, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, they don't give him very much. But she's much the priority. Yeah, you yeah. just make sure she gets there, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, so as far as first lady or first daughters are concerned, oh. Maggie Grace or Ivanka Trump? Who's hotter? Would I like to... Oh, hotter. <laughs> I would say, who would I like to see more blown, <laughs> blown out in an space, airlock? Yes. Um, <laughs> that was my question, yes. <laughs> hotter. I don't know. Is Maggie Grace really that hot? Yeah, she's alright. I mean... I mean, Liam Neeson's keep saving her. <laughs> is she hot because she has a Liam Neeson's attachment? Or is she hot because she's a hot actress? Yeah, she's pretty hot. Or is she more of a mattress, a model who acts? <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, oh. And so the leader of the escaped convicts ends up being this guy. I, I, I 
don't remember what his name is. Like it doesn't matter. Alex or Mac or something like that. <laughs> the Avengers, it's Alex Mack from it's The Adventures Alex- of Alex Mack. <laughs> no. Uh, They're brothers, Alex yeah, and Yeah, Mac. and his brother's the psycho that kind of broke everybody out and has like a big old scar on the side of his face and like losing an eye may, and all may, that. May have a little bit of the space dementia. Yeah, well, well, and, and that's the whole thing. Like when, when he's doing all this stuff and he's like just randomly shooting people and stuff, it's like, why does anybody just fucking kill him? And then it's like, because he's my brother. It's like, oh, of course. That oh. may or may not come back to haunt him later. What? Uh, another thing about this movie, there's a lot of lens flares. Like, oh my god! <laughs> like worse than Star Trek. <laughs> like, there's just a lot Star of Star Trek. Like, at least kind of sort of had an excuse because it was usually when they were out in space, passing some sort of gaseous sun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or or a panning shot in in the bridge or whatever. But yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a lot about this movie that's questionable. However, probably the best part about this movie is Snow, and is uh, basically every line of dialogue that comes out of his mouth is a one-liner. It's, that is Some actually sort of pretty sarcastic great. one-liner. He <laughs> is he is a character that you enjoy watching, but you dislike him enough to where you enjoy watching him get his ass kicked. Yeah, even when he's having a, a that uh, that fight in zero gravity. Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's not two guys on strings. Don't don't get that twisted. <laughs> no, not even a little bit. Uh, yeah, there's uh, and of course there are a lot of explosions and stuff. And you know you're on a space station, so it's supposed to be like uh, you know oxygen rich environment and all that fun stuff. Uh, it's a good thing they invented that thing so they can smoke in space. Yeah, indeed, historic yeah. smoking. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see. So eventually, Snow goes through, finds where the do- uh, first daughter is. Um, oh, not before his buddy Harry has to kill himself to save her life for the minute of oxygen. No, no, no. That's not Harry. That's the the her her Secret Service guy. Oh. Harry, Harry was the guy, the older guy back at oh, base okay, camp okay. or whatever. whatever. Her Secret yeah. Service, or her personal Secret yeah. Service agent. Apparently they yeah. locked themselves in a cell that didn't have the oxygen hooked up or some bullshit. Yeah, he shot the panel so they couldn't open it or whatever, and apparently that started, like, nitrogen leaking into the room. I don't know. And so whatever. they're like, oh, we only have about a minute before we both die. And everyone is monitoring her heart rate based on her dog tags. <laughs> yeah, so the Secret Service guy caps himself right in front of her, and he's like, well, just try to regulate your breathing. Kapow! <laughs> your brain's <Right>? all over <laughs> By the uh, way, um, doesn't snow come in like via like uh, the the air conditioning vent, basically? Yeah, yeah very, very, very diehard ask. Yeah. So, is that where the nitrogen leak was, mm-hmm. or was that closed, or what did I miss? I, in that I scene? don't know. How it did didn't that seem work, to be closed, but there was like an explosion, and he just kind of fell from the sky out of it. Yeah, air, probably some air should have been going through there. I, I would assume some. I mean, I mean, you know, it's space. I'm, I'm not a scientist, <laughs> and I've never played one on TV, but... Well, as as a person who has played a scientist on TV <laughs> and a doctor, um, there had to be some air in there. <laughs> this is coming from a man who most of the major celebrities in Utah has, has called an asshole. <laughs> that is absolutely correct. He has correct. credits. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it meets up, um, and that's about the time the prisoners are able to, like, burn through the wall or whatever the hell they do blow it up and get in there and realize they're gone or no open the door up with the help of the engineers so at this and, point ugh. so there was a point where 
Crazy One-Eyed Dude was just obsessed with uh, President's Daughter. Oh, yeah. And then, like, he was just was like, I want her back because she's my toy. And then they figure out that she's the President's Daughter. So at this point, did they know that? Or were they just still doing his bidding because he's Crazy Dude? I think at this point they had found out. And that's why they're like... Because I think before they're like, ah, whatever, hostages, they're still on here. They ain't going anywhere. But then they found out it was the first time. Like, oh, well, we better get them then. And that's when... It was at the uh, the prisoner exchange when they were when they were the negotiator came in and oh, they're like yes. oh yeah we just need like the injured one because she had gotten shot in the leg yeah and they're like oh we'll just take the injured one it's a sign of good faith blah 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 and then it all went to shit and then they saw the name tags and it was like oh she's the first daughter yeah well that was but that was because crazy one I do was obsessed with the blonde and so he well, shot yeah. the brunette in the stomach yeah yeah oh, sorry but you're talking about. A, the point where they were going to get him in the prison cell though yeah yeah, yeah sorry we're jumping sure. around a little bit That's, it doesn't matter this movie yeah, does really not doesn't. matter <laughs> uh oh yeah uh snow has to save president's daughter because uh, she got shot in the leg and was losing a lot of blood and passes out and he shoots her up with a bunch of shots. Yeah, and that's where that scene um, comes in that we played at the beginning of the episode yes. where it's like, oh, I'm sorry, you're adopted. You know. Yeah, and then she becomes obsessed with, we have to get the rest of the hostages, we can't leave. And he's like, no, my only job is to get you out of here. And he, he points out that she can't save anybody if she's dead, Yeah, which is a very, very good point. <laughs> um, but she doesn't listen. She wants to go back for the hostages. He tries to trick her and then for some reason has some sort of conscious mo- conscience moment and decides, I don't know. I don't know. And then he's got to like break, also break his buddy out from the space prison. Yeah. So he's got so after, the briefcase full of secrets. Yeah. So when he's like mending her legs, I'm like, all right, we got to disguise you. So he like rubs oh, grease he, into her. Oh, he chops he all her hair off again. And, like he holds her down and cuts her off. Yeah. That scene probably is one of the most violent scenes. In there oh, yeah. It looks like he's raping her. Yeah. Well, and, and, Fairly then, graphically. and, and, and the best part is he tops it off with then saying, I'm sorry. For what? And then just popping her right in the face, oh, yeah. the bloody rub. <laughs> and it's like, and oh, like, look, 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 shit. you look tough, you look tough, you look tough. <laughs> you look tough now, it's, it's okay. Save your life. It's okay, stop it's crying. Save your life. Stop crying, you're going to your mascara that you're still wearing. Oh my god, uh, she had so much eye makeup on in this movie. Yeah, even when she was disguising as a boy. Ah. Uh, but yeah, so then to to escape, you know, she, they dress dress her up like a boy, and they're walking like right through a prison riot. And yeah, well, because they put on the prisoners' jumpsuits, and since prisoners have all been cryogenically frozen, they don't actually know who's there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Except yeah. for they they've all, they're all complaining about uh, how long they've been locked up. Yeah. And how they need freedom. They need to get off the space rock. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they're walking through there. One of the guys with like the tattoos on his face to look like a skull or something is like, oh, this one looks kind of pretty. He does look like a he looks like a sugar skull. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jack Skillington. No. Uh, uh, and of course, the cover's kind of blown. It's like pop, and then they start running, and people start shooting at them, and there's a whole big chase thing. Um, yeah. They find uh, Snow's they, buddy. Yeah, they find his buddy. Uh, I want to say his buddy's name is Mac. Quinn. Quinn. Uh, it doesn't matter. Buddy. Uh, we're going to call him Dementia Buddy because he comes face dementia. Well, yeah, yeah, he's like absolutely like just spatting gibberish the entire time, kind of like Rain Man. Like he actually did a really good job being a person with dementia. Yeah, like I, I will give that actor credit. He must have watched some people with dementia. I'm still just stuck on that it is space dementia, just like in Armageddon, and just, just like, like in like Armageddon, ev- just like I'm in every really movie involving it. space for more than three days. Space dementia! Yeah. 
Wait, hold on a second. I gotta see if Space Dimension's real. You keep talking, Steve. Oh, it, it, it's real. They wouldn't allow it in movies if it wasn't. Anyway. Honey, um, we need to have a talk after this. No, it, it really is real. But yeah, she just keeps making increasingly bad decisions throughout the entire movie. Because it's like, oh, good, we're free. There's an escape pod here. Then they come on the intercom and the prisoner guy's like, I'm going to kill somebody every three seconds until you give yourself up completely forgetting we only have like six hostages and i just shot four of them so oh, he kills all this of is them. gonna be real quick yeah and she's like no i'm coming to you i'm on the third floor blah 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 oh my god he's still killing him it's like you dumb bitch <laughs> oh my god muse wrote a song called space dementia that's, space that's dementia in your eyes and peace will arise and tear us apart and make us meaningless again just like this movie just like this movie <laughs> Uh, but, uh, so yeah, then where it gets down to, uh, head base where the president and the head of security and stuff is that shit's going awry. They basically have the first daughter hostage. And so then it's like, all right, well, what do we do? Well, contingency plan is to blow up the fucking space jail and, uh. Oh, well also its orbit must be constantly maintained by an entire team. (laughs) Um, or it will fall out of the sky and hit the Eastern seaboard because that's an excellent plan. And fun fact, the prisoners have killed the entire team involved in, uh, checking on that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so Steve, would you like to see what, hear what Wikipedia has to say about space dementia? Absolutely. You're going to like this. A fictional mental disorder, <gasps> first reference in an episode of Ren and Stimpy. What? Then in Fragile, the game Space Fragile Alliance, dementia. the TV show Outer Limits, the TV series Firefly, featured in the movies Armageddon and Lockout. I swear that it's in more movies. Because, like, the uh, Sunshine. It's in Sunshine, too. I don't think they specifically say Space Dementia. Uh, okay. I think they call them like space crazy or something. <laughs> oh god, there's so many more. Um, yeah, okay. no, 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 but not only did this movie rip off John Carpenter, this movie ripped off Ren and Stimpy. And Armageddon. And Armageddon. <laughs> and Demolition Every, Man. Everybody and... <laughs> ripped. Everybody ripped off Ren and Stimpy with their space dementia. Yeah. I just thought you would appreciate that. That is pretty cool. If you're weird growling in the background, that would just be my cat breathing right next to the mic. Yeah. Oh, also, that's right. Caster Troy. Woo. He loves um, inescapable prisons. And then uh, Crazy Brother stabs fairly sane criminal brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, and is basically like, all right, I'm in charge now for some reason. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Um, and then, and they... then also kills the second in charge in the prison. He kills two people in that scene. Yeah, yeah, he kills, he kills a lot another of unnamed character we don't give two shits about. Yeah. Uh,. <sighs> So yeah, space station's gonna fall. Mm-hmm. So they decide at that point, like, all right, well, if we blow it up in the upper atmosphere, at least be little pieces when it falls a lot. Falls. <laughs> Most be- of them will burn up in the atmosphere. Oh, and you know there won't be prisoners. But what about my daughter? What about your daughter? Yeah, my daughter's still up there. <laughs> yes, it's President Nixon <laughs> in 2079. He's yeah. come back. Uh, well, duh! It's Nixon's head, <laughs> and the and the cloned robot body of Agnew. <laughs> <laughs> I feel yeah. a jowl movement coming on. <laughs> oh, indeed. Uh, so then there's a little low budget Star Wars fight scene where all the spaceships come in, try and blow up the the thing, but it's being shot down with the defenses, and it's like, doesn't any of those have, like, a missile or something they could just fire and blow I, it up? Right. Or, 
I don't know. I assume there's some sort of like auto self-destruct thing since they don't have the little explodey things in the back of all the prisoners' heads like most future shows do. Right? Where are the explodey in like, the back of the heads? It's like, I said stop sneezing. Psst. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, there's a little bit of that. Um, oh yeah, and while while they're running earlier with with his bu- uh, his buddy who's like speaking gibberish, he tells the first daughter uh, just, a bunch of just random shit. Um, swing, water, <laughs> yeah, glasses. swing, swing away. No, yeah, kind of shit away. like that. Uh, Bats, glasses, swing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's that's the one. <laughs> Yeah, basically, because for the, signs there for a minute, and, and then they find out the aliens are allergic to water and wood. Yeah, and, and then he gets blown out the airlock, and <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yeah, big explosion. They have to escape. They basically jump off the edge of the prison in a space. Oh, you forgot the part. You forgot the best part where the bad guys capture uh, capture President's daughter. Uh, crazy guy is goes to stab her she gets a horrified look on her face oh, yes. and then it pans down to snow has caught the blade with his bare hand yep uh. <laughs> and then they escape and then they go and jump they jump from the edge of the spaceship and land on the freeway in washington dc yes no parachute yes no parachute just yeah done yeah that's the most memorable part of this movie, and I believe even in the theater I went bullshit. <laughs> As did I feel like four, like four or five other people. Yeah, because I remember that escaping my lips and thinking, "Oh shit, everyone's gonna hate me," and then going, "Oh no, no, no. other no, people no, said that right. too." At that you're exact right. same moment, you're right. It was like it was choreographed. Um, and so then when they land, uh, basically she pieces together that the friend was telling them where. The location oh, well, Snow was of arrested for yeah, well, hiding for crimes against the country and treason. And yeah, by saving the first selling daughter. Selling secrets. Uh, so the first daughter escapes her uh, her security, and then uh, she swings and hits the glass of water, and the aliens start catching on fire. No, she. Uh, there's a lullaby and a green locker at Stew Station, which she figures out is. Union Station. Union Station at the STU uh, pickup area. Yeah, I don't know. Who, who gives a shit? Lullaby anyway, is graffitied they, because anybody has graffitied lullaby anywhere. Yeah, she finds the locker where the suitcase is, gets Full it. Full state secrets. Yeah, um, basically gives it to uh, Snow in jail, mm-hmm. who then meets up with his buddy Harry. Um, yes. And is like, oh yeah, I got it right here. And then uh, Harry opens it up. It's like, wait, the suitcase is empty. And he's like, yeah, but the weird thing is, you didn't ask me what the combination to that. You suitcase had the combination was. to that suitcase, which and means you were the one selling the secrets. Bum bum bum. That was a good little <laughs> twist I thought in this movie, but yeah, this movie shit. That was about the cleverest this movie got. <laughs> Aside from some like fun, funny one-liners, but even those funny one-liners, I don't even really remember them. Yeah, I I know like in the moment going like hey, hey, clever yeah, yeah whippy yeah uh, and then the last scene is basically him getting out of jail the first daughter is there they, and then they make mad passionate love no they get they she they talk about him making mad passionate love and then they talk about making mad passionate love and then it did it freeze frame no just wa- walking off into the sunset uh, okay. of the CG 
town in the distance that I uh, couldn't decide if it was supposed to be DC or whatever. I think it's New York. I think it's San Francisco. And they also find out what Snow's name is. Oh yes, Marion. Marion Snow. Marion Snow. Because parents was a big jo- dad was a big John Wayne fan. Yeah. Marion Michael Masterson. Woo. Woo! Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's lockout. Lockout. Eh, it, it's all right. Steve, do people need to see this movie? No, have them watch Escape from New York instead. Yes, that's watch Escape better. from New York. Caster. Caster Troy is really, really, really trying to go super villain on our mic tonight. Yeah, he just is useless. <laughs> uh, so yeah, lockout. It's okay, but you know, watch something else. <laughs> you don't need to pay to see it. Indeed. Ah, uh, I'm thirsty. Oh my god, you. my glass is empty, Steve. Well, luckily we've got something for that. Woo! Hey, sweetie, remember when we went to Iceland? Hmm, remind me again. Was that the magical country where hot water was free and the people were amazing and all of the food was goddamn delicious? That's the one. Uh, they also had Pretty Guard Beer there. Pretty, pretty Guard darn, Beer? Pretty Beer there. Beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, that's right. That was also the country where uh, everything was written in a Muppet. That's right. We're flicking, flicking star. Turn left on Fukuoka Flickening. Sorry if there's a bunch of ramble, uh, noises there. Our cat is an asshole. Yep. So from the land of Iceland, uh, we brought another Viking beer. And this one is Gilter. G-Y-L-L-T-U-R. Um, and as it says on the front here, Viking Gilter ifs Vigadur Lager Brugadur Ner Gamla Laginu Vilvilidida. Yeah, it's Muppet. All right, so here wait, we wait, go. How do you spell that? G-I-G-Y-L-L-T-U-R. All right. I'll pop my top. Woo! There we go. And the pour. Yeah. Yeah. Sexy. That is Ooh. a nice crystal clear beer. This is a very clear beer. It's a nice straw color with a white frothy head. So frothy. Oh, wow. That is a nice, fairly strong lager. Mm. It's almost like a Bach. Uh, Viking um, Gilter is a classic lager beer brewed in the old school tradition of craftsmanship. Pro- uh, of craftsmanship, bre- proven brewing methods make it a refreshing premium beer with a refined finish. Indeed, yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, yeah, pretty light on the hops and everything, but yeah, mm-hmm. just a nice strong lager. Oh, looks like it's about five point six percent too. So I was say five point six percent. Nice. All right, so we asked you. Our fans and fellow movie pod squadians, movie Woo-hoo! pod squads, uh, for questions. Movie pod squatters. <laughs> um, <laughs> for questions, and we got some. Uh, first one comes from What Were They Thinking podcast at WWTT podcast. Is there any movie that Steve absolutely wants to do for the show that Izzy would never do, or vice versa? Yes. What's that, sweetie? I feel like you probably want to do, uh, like, a. Uh, uh, Ah, oh, shit, I'm trying to... Uh, human Centipede or one of those, and I absolutely will not, ever. I know. Uh, I really don't care chance. about Human Centipede, even though it is just a horrible, horrible movie. Not interesting. Uh, I think the one I mentioned uh, a month or two ago, uh, when we were in Iceland, actually, was Hostel 2. Nope, not interested. <laughs> but, sweetie, I, they're in Iceland, briefly. I'm not interested in, in gore fest. No, it's... yeah. I don't need torture porn. Make me believe in something that doesn't exist. Like a space prison. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but make me believe it. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, we're usually not interested in extreme movies. Like, I don't know, like all the other movie podcasts, there's like that Serbian movie that everybody's like disgusted by. I don't even remember what it's called, but. I think it's called Serbian Movie. Is it really? I think so. Oh, well. Or like yeah, a Serbian pass. film or something? Yeah, so yeah, the, I guess the answer is not really. I know that there were some movies that Steve had originally said he would never do that uh, may be coming up coming month. Oh, you mean like My Little Pony movies and Pokemons and shit like that? Uh, the uh, I believe we need to do a Pokemon month because those movies are god-awful. Yeah, they really are. I've only seen like two of them. That's why I want to dedicate an entire month to it. Yeah, yeah we do. Right. Oh, Steve. Steve. We'll give you a warning, guys. Don't worry. <laughs> All right. Come on, don't you want to see uh, Mew make everybody learn a lesson and then immediately forget it? Sure. It's okay to use your friends for fighting and then learn that that is wrong, as long as you immediately forget that that is wrong. <laughs> Sounds good to me. All right. Next question comes from uh, a Beardo and a Weirdo Talk film at Captain Beard 93 Is DDL the greatest actor alive? And if not... Who is? Sweetie, I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. Who's DDL? Daniel Day-Lewis. Damn it. Okay. (laughs) You thought thought you had me. You You thought you had me. All right. So is Daniel Day-Lewis the greatest actor ever? Mm. And if not, who is? Ooh, he is very good. Very good. But I don't think he is the best. (gasps) Who is? Well, there is an actor who stars in pretty much all of my favorite movies. (laughs) Does he have long flowing golden locks and... Uh, may have starred in a movie that strongly inspired Lockout. Perhaps. <laughs> Has he starred in a recent blockbuster as a living planet? Yes. He also starred in another uh, recent blockbuster uh, as someone who can control an entire car-stealing cartel. Hmm. <laughs> who could you be referring to, sweetie? You know, his name's escaping me. <laughs> Maybe I'll come back to it. Uh, I think it's Russ something. Yeah, uh, he's married to that Goldie Hawn character. Oh, the Goldie Hawn character. <laughs> that Goldie Hawn character played by Meryl Streep? No. Um. <laughs> I knew it was Bruce Willis. <laughs> How about you, honey? Uh, I, I believe you're referring to Kurt Russell. And I, I, I He was actually one of the first ones I kind of thought of, too, because... He's done pretty damn well for the past 40 years. Yeah. Uh, there was one other person I thought of, though, and it's going to be controversial... Mm-hmm. Charlton Heston. Oh, I don't find that controversial at all. Charlton Heston is amazing, and I'm going to give him credit for having a career when he probably shouldn't. Yeah, he. I mean, <laughs> he has starred in some real shit movies. <laughs> yeah, he's also starred in some epic films. Yeah, he's been everything from like uh, like Ten Commandments and Moses and all that shit, yeah. and like Michelangelo, uh, all those. And he's been like Omega Man and uh, shit, the guy from Planet of the Apes. Uh, What's his name? Walker? You blew it up! Walker or something? I don't yeah. know. No, I, yeah, no, I would say he definitely, like, has one of the most versatile, iconic careers. Yeah. He's been in any given Sunday as a cameo. Yeah. And he was True. only, like, 95 years old at the time. Yeah. No. And you know what? I'm going to throw Bruce Willis into that mix as well. well Bruce, Bruce Willis does certain characters really well. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And you know what? who else I'm going to throw into this mix? Who's that? Very controversial. But I'm going to throw in a uh, David Thewlis. That guy is a goddamn chameleon. You don't even remember. He's in most of the movies he's in. <laughs> so, you're, so you're saying David Thewlis is the greatest actor who I, has ever lived. Honestly, I think he's one of them. He does a great job. He does such a good job, you forget he's in movies. 
<laughs> which is a weird, weird compliment, but it, he becomes really his is. characters. All right. Well, so I guess our answer is probably not. <laughs> <laughs> he's amongst the ranks. How yeah. about that? Yeah, he's definitely probably top 10. We'll definitely say that. Yeah. Uh, next question. How have you not seen podcast at HHYNS pod? Um, our movie this week is Train Spotting. Check them out. Uh, what's the most disturbing film you love that you find funny or enjoyable? Ooh. Steve, you go first. I have to think about this. Uh, there's two that immediately popped in my head. That you love? Yeah. Uh, American Psycho. Oh, yeah. Because uh, it's just really, you know, kind of out yeah. there, disturbing, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. And Natural Born Killers. I... Yeah. That, you really love that I movie. I really do like that movie. And it's it's just for think, all the crazy reasons, too. Cause... I think you actually like that movie more than you think you like that movie. Uh, it's Oliver Stone directed back when he was good. It's Woody <laughs> Harrelson with mom. the performance of a lifetime. It's <laughs> Tommy Lee Jones and Robert Downey Jr. And Tom Sizemore and Julia Lewis. And everybody in that fucking movie is absolutely insane. Rodney Dangerfield's in there for a minute or two. It's true. Being the creepiest bastard you've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, it, it's a good little flick. And, yeah, I don't know. That was the one, That's probably my most disturbing film that I just love and have watched, I don't know, six or seven times at least. I'm going to go ahead and say Boondock Saints. That is a movie that I should not like. I don't like a bunch of gun violence. I don't <laughs> like gore movies. I tend to steer away from movies that use cursing just gratuitously that movie is all of those things, and I goddamn love that movie. <laughs> How the fucks do you fucking fucks fuck? It's <laughs> anyway. a lot of fucks. <laughs> that movie has a scene where you laugh at a cat getting shot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, sweetie, any scene with a cat getting shot always gets a chuckle out of me. <laughs> no, but like, you know me. I love animals. I hate, I abhor animal violence. That cat shooting scene is one of the fucking funniest scenes in the whole movie. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And our last one comes from Just Dudes Being Guys at JDBG. Do you have... Okay. Do you have a burning love hotter than a Kim K sex tape or a laughable distaste for Brendan Fraser? Oh, a burning love. Burning love like a Kim K sex tape. Oh, my God. Are you kidding? Brendan Fraser is amazing. You know what? That's it. He has taken the spot over Daniel Day-Lewis for greatest actor of all time. <laughs> that answers all of the tweets. It's, it's just a shame he retired like 15 years ago, just when he was getting good. I know. It was like after Looney Tunes, he's like, I can no longer go higher in my acting world. I will leave it for the others. And that's when Daniel Day-Lewis just walked right in and, yeah. you know. I can fill these really, shoe- shoes. Really pounded out those last three movies in the last 15 years. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> I mean, come on. Who doesn't love uh, Blast from the Past or... Uh, Encino Man. Encino Man. G.I. Um, <laughs> Joe. He was in that briefly. Um, um, <laughs> the Mummy. Oh, what's the, the Bedazzled. one? Bedazzled. Bedazzled. Bedazzled's fantastic. Yeah. The Mummy. Yeah. I mean, come on. It's Brenda Fraser. Damn, now I want to watch Looney Tunes back in action because I think yes. it's the only one that's streaming right now. <laughs> yes. Up next on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up next. <laughs> All right, excellent. So again, thank you for your questions. Hope we uh, hope we cleared some things up for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, well, Steve, should they watch this movie? Yeah, I mean, it, I know we already kind of. It, about if you liked this. Escape from New York, check it out. It's obviously a blatant ripoff of that. Oh, I forgot my fun facts. 
Wait, we also forgot our other beer. Well, thankfully, we have both ready to go. Woo! Uh, let's see, for our beer. Fun facts, drunken facts, because Steve's super drunk. Totally. Uh, this one comes from Bike Dog Brewing Company in West Sacramento, California. What, what? I have a shirt from those guys. We do. It's the uh, Mosaic Pale Ale. Uh, Thank you, Bike Dog, for making a shirt that fits over my boobies. <laughs> Indeed. Not everybody Oops. makes shirts that'll fit over these girls. Steve is going to beat the shit out of the bottle with his keys. <laughs> Alright, here we go. Pop on the top. <laughs> Horrifying your cat. Yeah, whatever. Pour. Glug, 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 glug. Ooh, that is a nice looking pale ale. Yeah, it is. That is delightful. It's a little bit cloudy. Kind of a dark straw color. Ooh, got a nice hot profile on it already. Mm. Getting a lot of pine. A little grapefruit off of it. It's got a white frothy head. Yeah, that's, so mo frothy. that's mosaic hops. They're some of the best, uh, most well-rounded hops out there. Oh, this is a good beer, Steve. Mm. Piney, but not overly so. Doesn't take the uh, the enamel off your teeth. Yeah, damn. It's got a nice fruity background to it. That is a good all-day drinker. Yeah, it's got a very like berry finish to it, doesn't it? Yeah, like a like a crisp berry, but like a yeah. You know, I'd say a little little stronger than a grape, but like yeah, it's very yeah. nice. Like it's not a sour, but like it's uh, yeah, that's nice. It's very fruity, it's juicy. It's got that juiciness to it that you sometimes hear hops referred to. Nice. All right, so, All right, you so got fun, some facts. fun facts, super fun facts, because fun fun facts. Right. Uh, Guy Pierce's character Snow at one point says that he's not Houdini. Guy Pierce actually played Houdini in the movie Death Defying Axe in 2007. Hey, we hey. should watch that. Yeah, let's check it out. Why not? Um, in October of 2015, John Carpenter won a plagiarism case against Luc Besson over lockout proving clear similarities to Escape from New York <laughs> and Escape from L.A. What? Uh, French court ruled that enough uh, similar distinctive elements from both films uh, were borrowed to merit a sanction. <laughs> oh, I found another fun fact about that, unless it's already in there. No, go for it. Uh, Luke Besson challenged the finding. So uh, Luke Besson was and the company were charged like twenty five, I think twenty five million. Damn. Uh, but it was like euros or something. Oh, so even more. Okay. <laughs> well, unless it was during the crash, I don't yeah, really keep yeah. track of those things. <laughs> um, just to John Carpenter, and then another ten million to. Uh, the writer, the co-writer on both of those movies. Oh, uh, Luke yeah. Besson then challenged that, and uh, so and the courts uh, found it clear in Carpenter's favor again, and so it was up to forty-five, like forty-five <laughs> million. Ouch! <laughs> French court's a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I gotta check out those plagiarism laws, guys. Uh, right. So, what did we learn from this movie besides know your laws? <laughs> uh, I learned that. Uh, just because you can copy a John Carpenter film doesn't mean it's going to be any good. True. Talking uh, to you, people trying to reboot goddamn Big Trouble in Little China, fuck your faces. Oh, uh, it's going to be amazing, sweetie. The Rock's in it. How could it be bad? I don't know. I watched uh, I watched San Andreas. Yeah, that movie's amazing. Up next. Coming up next week. Next. <laughs> no. There's no esca inescapable prison there, that's for sure. The greatest movie where The Rock is the supervillain. <laughs> Yeah, it's... Oh, my God. Coming soon. Trust me, I really <laughs> want to do that movie. Oh, oh, I am ready, honey. Let's do it. Uh, yeah. Ooh, so, can we find enough films to do a Good Guys Who Are Actually Bad Guys month? Oh, we totally could, I'm sure. Oh, hey, shit. We, we could do a Disaster Month. 
We can do Disaster Month and good guys who are actually bad guys. That's month. true. There's, there's actually a lot of uh, a lot of overlap in those categories. Time to bring yeah. up the core again. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. Steve, is that the movie that you truly abhor? That's that you just hate. It uh, to my core. <laughs> <laughs> Clever. Yeah. Um, All right, sorry. No, so you, yeah, yeah. Um, what'd you learn from this movie? I learned um, <laughs> the future of prison is don't put them on beautiful seaside resorts like in uh, like San Quentin. In San Quentin, no, no, put them up in space and let them just nap away their four years. Oh, that's what I forgot to tell you. So you know how they've been doing construction right there at the bridge where you get on where you can get off to San Quentin. Oh yeah, they're putting in a viewing area. That's what they've been building for like the last, I don't know, seven years. <laughs> That's great. So it'll be a viewing area of the prison and the uh, and Tiburon. Oh, that sounds fantastic. <laughs> I don't see anything that could possibly go wrong. Except that one little thing. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. Well, until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I, I Learned from, from movies. movies. Have a good night, everybody. Night, everybody. God, this movie was bad. It was pretty bad. It was worse than I remember. Really was. Well, yeah, it was pretty bad. <sighs> anyway, more to come. Ah!